hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I am your host, Matt Acevedo, joined by, always, with the amazing co-host, the one who always wears good cologne, the one who can afford Mark Anthony at Macy's, it is Christian Humes! I honestly thought you hired someone else to come do this, because I don't ever wear cologne. Oh, uh, you don't? No. Do you wear cologne? I don't wear cologne. I thought you did. I honestly, like, that feels like such an old-fashioned thing because I think people used to not shower regularly. So it was just covering up. Like, that's what Axe does now. Right. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not a nasty boy. No, I think you just, you're I, just like a night on the town. I'm actually, like, I'm a big shower guy. Like, there's nothing better on than a day where I can shower, like, two times, maybe three. Dude, I do love a good shower. I can't sleep yeah. without showering. Uh, so, like, I took a haircut. I did a haircut right before you got here. Yeah, yeah. Um, had a shower before you got here because, like, you go get your haircut and you have, like, tiny pieces of hair all over you. I get Even it, if yeah. they wash it out, like, I still can't, like, you can't get rid of it. You can't. It's just, it's like, yeah. Like glitter. You know it's, what I mean? It's like Macbeth. Like, I can't wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. realize that was maybe like this might be the the most I've ever made you laugh. I'm gonna have to stick to Shakespeare jokes for the future. <laughs> that's, that's great. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's it totally is. That's great. That's that's a good one, dude. Wow, uh, Christian, we're we're here finding the ultimate fictional character, deciding who not just a strength battle, but who who what makes this character great. Having discussions as why to why they deserve the title of being the best. Uh, so today we have a pretty solid matchup, man. Yeah. Um, I would say. It's an intense matchup. Yes. It's going to be a clean matchup. It's going to be an educational matchup. Oh, it's going to be an amazing matchup. That's today. Who's first? First up, we got, you know him as, the one who appears when you need a good cleaning. People used to think he was a genie, but he's definitely not a genie. The product uses is a genie, and he is very handsome and wears a white shirt. It is Mr. Clean. I thought it was about to be Michael Clayton for a second. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's like call George Clooney and leave a mess. Somebody's got to clean this up. Uh, but it was less less corporate uh, <laughs> problems and more more just like actually like someone like left chicken out on the counter and they didn't need someone to help wipe it up because their child <laughs> spilled stuff. Um, speaking oh of God. children, Mr. Clean could have been very helpful for Miss Tiny Tina a junk rat who lives in filth on the horrible world of Pandora, but she has made the best of it after her parents were sold to Hyperion. This is a horrible, scary world, and she has become a strong, formidable character that has survived in this sort of Mad Max wasteland. So we have a, we have a character who lives in filth and one who lives to clean it. Mm, the perfect rivalry. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It sounds like if we were making a, you know, as if it was like a superhero game and an improv show, this would be like the, this would be in that. Uh, he is, he is essentially the antithesis of Tiny Tina. Yeah. He, like Mr. Clean is this like sexy bald man. He's got like an earring. He, yeah. What's up with that earring? <laughs> I don't know what's up with the earring, man. You know what? I always thought like that earring reminds me of, you know, Dragon Ball when like, they were the, the, the fusion, the, the fusion earrings? earrings. That's what it reminded me of. Wait, <laughs> it always reminded me of that as a kid. Is Mr. Clean like Krillin fused with like TN or something? Oh. <laughs> like the two bald dudes? I'd watch the crap out of that, dude. I'd watch that for sure. <laughs> or maybe it's like Krillin and uh, 
like Yajiro. No, it's got to be a tall guy. It's got to be a it's tall, be a tall guy. guy. Yeah, I was going to say Yajiro because he can't actually fight, and he's probably always just having to sweep up around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, he lives with a cat. I know. So he's got to be sweeping all the time. There's got to oh. be, like, cat litter trails everywhere. <laughs> I think so. Uh, but, I, you know, so Mr. Clean, like, I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to clean versus dirty, clean's going to win every single time. Oh, I don't know about that. Look, <laughs> we're talking about the ultimate fictional character competition, so we got to get into this. Can you think of what scenarios is Mr. Clean a better character than Tiny Tina? Because she is like she was abandoned as a child. Her parents were stolen. Well, not abandoned. She was left. Her parents were taken, and she has survived and built like her own mini sanctuary. She has like all the bombs and weapons she creates. She's sort of like a she's like a little mischievous devilish child. And then she even has her own entire DLC chapter where she narrates it like a D&D game. It's like pretty epic. She's definitely one of the stronger side characters in the series. Some people find her obnoxious, but I'd say like of all the NPCs in recent video games, she is just like oozing character even if you don't like the character that's true christian but let me ask you this if you have a spill who's gonna show up in that moment mr clean people have honestly thought that mr clean was a genie because he would be there he would show up at the right time he was just but he doesn't have powers it's confirmed that he doesn't have any powers i mean he's not a genie yeah but he's also like kind of mr steal your girl yeah like all those commercials they're always like (laughs) A, like a mom at a home like which is sort of like weird today I, I i mean i bet they've probably updated that hopefully but it's like and then here comes this handsome man and he gives her like a sparkly smile it's like wait why is this dude at her house oh my god <laughs> that's really i didn't think of it that it's like way. matt you come home right your girlfriend's <laughs> in the kitchen mr clean's just in there he throws you a sparkly smile you're like wait what's going on who is this <laughs> Who is this, like, like Jack Get out! <laughs> yeah. Get out! Leave! <laughs> I, would, uh, I would freak out because I am really good. I think I'm a good cleaner. Yeah. I think I'm pretty clean. Yeah, I can clean. Yeah. If I didn't have a roommate, I would probably my place would probably be, like, super clean. It's like, if anything, I feel like he's creating two bad negative stereotypes. One where, like, men are messy and, like, we don't clean. It's like the whole reason he's a superhero is because he's a man who cleans. Like, I almost had to curse about that. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, like, it's always, like, a woman at home. Like, yes, I understand. Like, he came from the 50s. That's where the character was created. Right. But, like, Tiny Tina's on her own. She's not standing around cleaning. She's not waiting for a man to come in. She's building bombs, and she's taking out bad guys, and she's running the place on her own. This is very true. All right. So, we, we, need, to, we need to close this out because, realistically, again— we have yet to bring up, like, where is he winning in this argument? Uh, sexy. Okay, yeah, shippability. Yeah. He's more shippable than a young girl, yes. I actually don't know if that is shipping, though, or if that's just like... No, I'll, I'll ship... I would ship Flo with Mr. Clean. No, Flo deserves so much better. Whoa. No? That's just because we all want to be with Flo. Well, gotta go with the Flo, you know? <laughs> I don't know. That's... But, like, uh, she probably gets it all the time, you know? Uh. Mr. Clean won't win in a fight. Uh, I feel like he'll make the floor slippery, and then they'll slip and get a concussion. But he won't win. No, it. because that would make a mess that he'd have to clean up. The blood everywhere. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, he, Mr. Clean, <laughs> wouldn't do anything to cause more of a mess. True. true. So unless he were fighting like Grimer. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
That's true. Like, the only things he's going to have advantage over, other than his ship ability, is, like, I wouldn't get a beer with him. No. Like you, I mean, you could, because she's a child. You wouldn't really be having a beer with her. I feel her. like he would be a great person to, for the Rock to fight, though. Like, brawn to brawn. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. I'd like to see that fight. The Rock versus, uh, or even Vin Diesel versus yeah. Mr. Clean. But he, look, Mr. Clean's got nothing else, though, man. He's, look, he's the most famous janitor in the world. And that's a hard thing to do, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's a great yeah. job. It's commendable. He does a wonderful job at it. But he's a man from another era. Yeah. And it's the age of the boomers is over. Yeah. It's time for the Zoomers. And we know Tiny Tina is one of them. Dang. Good job. Mr. Clean. Sorry. Mr. Clean. Mr. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. He's That's not even a good jingle. It's not even creative. No. You know? It still works, though. I don't actually think I've ever bought a Mr. Clean product. Anyways, uh, yeah, Mr. Clean is gone. Yep. Oh, the Magic Eraser. Actually, the Magic Eraser, that's the only one. That's the only one. Yeah, Mr. Clean Magic Eraser is pretty great, actually. Yeah. But Does that mean he has magic? Nope. Nope. We, we said t- he's, not, he's a not a genie. All right, okay. That's it. We've made our decision. We're <laughs> no going back on <laughs> Moving it. forward. Moving forward. Tiny Tina's moving forward, y'all. Next matchup. Ooh, you should intro this guy. Oh, he's everyone's favorite aardvark, Arthur, because having fun isn't hard. When you've got your library card. Oh, that's good. But he's going up against the person who wears all the adjectives for amazing, spectacular, the superior. It's Peter Parker himself, Spider-Man. This is a tough matchup. This is all, I'm going to tell you right now, I love Arthur, but Peter Parker is an incredible character that literally redefines how we see comic books and characters because of Stan Lee. Like, yeah. Stanley redefines how, like, characters, superheroes speak. Literally, how they speak. He's the first person to be superhero, to be, like, human, to have emotion, to feel, like, to make, he made you feel, like, so relatable. Well, and the whole thing about him, too, right, was that they wanted to have a superhero where you saw them doing regular stuff, like going yeah. to school, paying rent, like having to do things that superheroes aren't normally seen having to deal with because they're always like, this guy's a billionaire. You know, yeah. it's like he actually has to, you know, he's a broke kid. He's a broke He's a broke he's kid. A kid. Although, which is like the one thing the MCU Spider-Man is not like he has like all of Stark's resources. Well, he was poor. <laughs> he was poor. Right? Or like well, middle class. I don't know what he was. He wasn't have, wealthy. He wasn't wealthy. Can you have a like, two-bedroom apartment in New York City and be middle class? Well, he was in, he Queens. Was in Queens. He was in Queens. Right. He's from, he was in yeah. Queens. I'm just a kid from Queens. You know? Yeah. Peter Parker is transcendent. I mean, and, he came up during our Batman-Thor conversation. Yeah. And we said that, like, realistically, there might only be one character who can rival the popularity of Batman from, like, comic books, and yeah. that would be... Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man and Thor are amazing, especially because of the MCU. But even before the MCU, Spider-Man was. We know how much we love Peter Parker, but I also love Arthur. I think Arthur uh, is was, you know, to me, he I thought he was a bear first off. I always thought he was a Do bear. Do you even know his last name? Aardvark? Arthur Aardvark? <laughs> Arthur, Arthur Bear? I mean, I think this is one of those things where you can, you can look at that. And it sort of goes without saying that, like, you know, Peter Parker. You didn't know it's it's... Arthur Timothy Reed. Wow, really? Yeah, because he's a nerd and they want you to know that he reads books. That's why I did the library card thing, because there's there's a you know, he's a PBS cartoon character. They want you to be invigorated by the 
quest for knowledge. They want you to want to read stories and learn. Yeah. And, and you know, I feel that like Arthur is relatable to little kids, but Peter Parker is relatable to everyone. Everyone. I'm going to tell you right now, Christian. Let's, I mean, let's compare them. Yeah. Let's well, compare them. What are you going to tell me right, right now? Look, when I was going through hard times growing up, uh-huh. I literally would look at Spider-Man and Peter Parker and see how he's doing the same things I'm doing and, mm. and still like dealing with superhero antics, and he's able to pull through, and it literally got me through a lot of stuff. Okay. We're going to keep that in mind, but we got to try and keep our biases in check here. I'm not biased. Which, which is <laughs> The only reason I say that is like when we, you get a character <laughs> as big as Spider-Man. I'm a little – I might be biased, but I'm not, I can't be. You know? Yeah. It's like that was like I felt similarly to Blue earlier in the series, but uh, and Kool Aid Man. <laughs> so, like some of these we don't need to bother discussing, like cultural and fictional impacts. Like Arthur has had an impact in a way that Spider Man may not have, but like I also don't think that's true because he's made people want to read and learn to draw. Like, but Spider Man, no, 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 no. I'm saying Spider Man has. Yeah, like I didn't, those why things did I snap go without at you? What's, what's about wrong with Arthur? me, Christian? What those is, things go without saying about uh, or Arthur. But, why did I get so defensive there? That was so weird. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna look through these for a second here. I'm gonna see. So likability. Yeah, Arthur's pretty likable. Yeah, but he's not as likable as Spider Man, is he? Which is saying something because spiders are awful creatures. Right. They're they're so gross. Right. Yeah. But also, no one knows what an aardvark is. People don't know. Yeah. Like, I, Naeem on the previous episode thought he was a bear. I thought he was a bear. Even though I legitimately thought he was a bear. I thought he was a bear. Can oh, I? Can I? God. I'm gonna. Sh- mm-hmm. so we we have someone in the other room. Mm-hmm. Therese. Oh. Did you? Think oh my Ardvark, God. Did you think Arthur was an aardvark or a bear? Okay. She. Kn- that was the only show she so watched, yeah, so, so she knew. So so here's the thing. There's a lot of people who grew up with Arthur, and he is very important to them. Yeah. In a way that Spider-Man is not, especially because I think Arthur, you know, not everyone is energized by like high octane antics of superheroes. And like Arthur's just like a kid and like you need like another kid you can relate to. And although like that's huge for superheroes, that's what right, Spider-Man right. kind of did. But in the comic book universe, Arthur just did that for everyday people. Yeah. So you he know, was a cute gotta, little bear. I like his glasses. He is. Well, no, sorry, but he's not a bear. Park. All right. Here's one where I think Arthur would beat Spider-Man. I would definitely say that Arthur is more shippable. That's what (laughs) Spider-Man has like four people that people are shipping, trying to ship him with even other characters. Yeah, that's true. I I am so bored by MJ until Zendaya took over. Yeah, Zendaya is great. Man, she's awesome. She's a great MJ. It's like I don't just ship character. Peter Parker and MJ, like I shipped on Holland and Zendaya. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. It's a deep, it's deep there. Um, Spider Man is more intelligent. He's one of the smartest people in the MCU. And just sorry, in Marvel. Yeah. He's Spider Man is incredibly smart. He is a genius. Um, he went. He but he didn't just like wake up. Like he earned it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He went to college. You know what though? I I I hate the fact that Arthur's going up against Spider-Man. Like sometimes I love our crazy brackets, but sometimes I hate when we get something like this because like Arthur is such an like he's still he's a meme today to people still. Like he's got that fist meme where yeah. he's like angry and he makes the fist. Like people <laughs> still use that all the time. <laughs> they do still like, do that. If anything, like when you'd think you'd think if someone were like, "Okay, of these 
of of this PBS TV show and of this comic book superhero, if you had to pick a fight meme to post when you're angry about something, who are you going to pick? You'd be like, oh, there's definitely going to be something for Spider-Man. But no, nine times out of ten, people are going to pick Arthur the Aardvark making a fist. Yeah. That's impressive. That's pretty impressive. That's impressive. But like... He'd still get stomped by Spider-Man in a fight. It's just a little... I just feel like little Arthur is just... I just feel bad because he's just a bad... It's just the curse of the bucket. Yeah. I want to give him a point and say he's more original than Spider-Man. Hmm. Interesting. Spider-Man is just one of uh, a million superheroes. There's like so few characters I could ever compare oh, Arthur to. Christian, but like you're not thinking about when Spider-Man was created and how it literally broke the mold, man. But he broke but he he broke the mold by creating like they essentially took a character concept that exists outside of comics and brought it into comics cuz they were just like, "Oh, well there's a void in comics." But it's still wrapped up in the comic universe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Arthur exists outside of that. Like, he is, there's no franchise he's a part of. He doesn't have any extended universe. It's literally like, we're going to create a massive, like, ensemble town. We're going to run this franchise. Like, Arthur's been going for decades now. It's still got new episodes. Like, I think, as far as originality goes, it was harder for them to do and create the character of Arthur, this, like, nerdy, like, nerdy kid which is not usually, like, the lead, that's who it's about. Whereas, like, with Spider-Man, I think it's really important what they did. I think it's really original for comics, but, like, they're still putting him in the Marvel universe. Like, he's still another, he's another superhero. Man, we could give that point to Arthur. He's got to get one. He's got to get that point. <laughs> he's got to get one. I mean, he's he gets a point for looking like two species. <laughs> Wait, is Spider-Man, because he has Spider-DNA... Is he similar in the way that Arthur is an anthropomorphic animal? Isn't Spider-Man sort of like a little bit like that? I mean, I don't think so. Cause just, he just because he has the abilities. He doesn't look like a spider. No, but he has spider DNA. Right. I, 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 he, that's true. But I, but like he doesn't look like a spider. No, he doesn't. You know, if he if this was uh, Peter's Parker's from one of the many multiverses, which is a bunch of millions of little spiders that think they're Peter Parker. Uh, I think that'd be different. I I'm gonna say something insane about Peter Parker before we close this out, um, because I I haven't I don't know where else I could ar- argue for Arthur. Look, Arthur taught um, Arthur had some fun games, educational like, gaming. He's a he's a great guy. He's just he's a got nice a psychotic guy. little sister, you know. Yeah, he has a good time. But um, I want to say something insane about Spider Man so that we can forget about it. But it, people are gonna be like, I hate you. But the one thing that I think the Raimi films got right and that I I've always been like oh it's kind of lame I think that the organic web shooters are way cooler than the fake web shooters I think organic web shooters as weird as they are make way more sense and make Spider-Man more interesting character and even though Tom Holland is a much better Peter Parker that is like the one thing about those Spider-Man movies that I like better no I'm indifferent it's so just because like whenever I see those like the you know since you know they're synthetic it's like Someone else could just make these. But that's not what makes him. He has uh, what gives him, like, he has spider-like reflexes and abilities. Right, yeah. Like, it would be more difficult for other people to use them. But plenty, there are plenty of super-powered people that could utilize But you know what I like things. about, like, you know, like, he made those, though. I, I like that he makes them. I, yeah. And that, he, he, but, like, Batman makes, like, a ton of stuff. Well, Spider-Man, like, he made. Yeah, I, I like that he makes them, too. I, I, I appreciate it. But I just thought it was cooler. Kind of like how I love. The Miles Morales has like the invisibility and like the Venom yeah. shock. Oh, like I Miles wish Morales. Peter Parker that's had another. D- that's in the bucket. 
he is now. Yeah. So. Oh man. I I don't have anything else to say about Arthur. He's a great character. He's I a think, good guy. I think he got screwed by going up against Peter Parker, but it, that's just the fate of the bucket. You don't always, you know. Well, it's a simple message, Christian, and this one comes from the heart. Believe in yourself, <laughs> Arthur. You may have lost this, but keep believing in yourself. Hey, hey, what a wonderful Spider-Man day. day. Hey, he's going we on to learn play. to work again. Play, play and oh get along God. with, with each, each other. other. You know what? Well, we didn't take theme song into account, but that's not the character. Hey, what you a wonderful. I mean? Oh, man. I totally. I that didn't realize what you were great. doing until like you got almost through the whole first like phrase. And I was like, oh, I know it. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. All right, Spider-Man's moving on. I'm sorry, Arthur. I just feel I think Arthur deserves another chance. I feel like that was a bad matchup for him. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, he he's do? not going to be he's my gonna... he's not going to be my personal pick. He's not going to be my personal pick when there's people like Pikachu and Iron Man and Captain America to possibly bring back. Yeah. So, all right, Tiny Tina versus Spider-Man. She is far more capable of a character than Arthur in a number of ways, just because she's yeah. been through more. Um, yeah. She so. I think there's some things here that maybe she could put some more points on the board. Right. I think so. I definitely, I totally agree. Um, You know, I would say that she would put up a much better fight. Like Arthur couldn't put it like Arthur would, it would just, it would be be cruel and unusual. That fist. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, he would, Arthur, Arthur would put up a great show. Like he, like if this were a wrestling match, right. And everyone was doing the intros, like, You'd be Spider-Man would be worried about him because he'd be like, oh, look at this. At-. Like, he looks like a Spider-Man villain. Like, he's an animal-human hybrid, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, He's like exactly. exactly, he's like the rhino, except he's a he's a nerdy aardvark. Yeah. <laughs> but Tiny Tina is a terrifying child who has tons of explosives. And, like, Spider-Man right. has lost to conventional weapons before when utilized by people you know i mean like iron man is someone who just has really good conventional weapons right so she could put up a heck of a fight against spider-man but i don't think she would win i don't think so either but she would put up a good fight yeah and maybe maybe in her world maybe on pandora where she could have the leg up like you're in a wasteland there's not a lot of places for him to be webbing around you know so like his mobility would be severely limited but what's what's nice about peter is like is his craftiness though you know like he's there's been moments where he he you know but that's tiny tina's whole thing she sets traps yeah she's kind of like craven the hunter who i think is a great yeah she is she is like craven the hunter except she'd be in an even more like advantageous environment than he is because there aren't skyscrapers like the biggest buildings around are usually like two stories like sometimes there's long towers and things you go up and bridges but most of it is like a desert wasteland yeah um Peter's still more shippable. He's still more likable. Super likable. He still has a much bigger cultural impact. Not to say that she doesn't. She's a fan favorite character for a lot of people out there. Um, but it's it's nowhere near you know the size of a franchise that Spider Man is, which is ultimately because of Peter Parker. I just, what I don't know, like here, but what I love about Peter Parker, man, is that even though things can get so big there, at the end of the day, he's still. The friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's still all about the little people and being there for like, you know, everyone in his neighborhood and stuff. I don't know. I think there's something really charming about that. Yeah, I think um, I think we need to like reevaluate this cheat sheet because what was the one you asked earlier? Who'd be a better friend? Uh, Peter Parker would be a better. Well, is Peter Parker a better friend? Because like, if I didn't, he's always got to like bounce to do Spider-Man stuff. If you knew, if you knew, I would say yes. 
because you would understand. If I was someone who didn't know a secret, I'd be like, man, that Peter, that no, Christian's but, always but, like, but always. Doesn't that limit out. like how much he could be involved in your life though? Because he just has to be. He like he just has a responsibility that others don't have. So like he could probably be as good of a friend as he can be. But he just can't be there for you all the time. But I feel like if you were his friend, he would let, like if you couldn't if he could be there all the time, he would still like help you out, like hook you well, up. When with, he like, can, yeah, you know, yeah, it's like that's like why like there's been like so much tumultuous relationships for him. It's like he just it's like with great power comes great responsibility, and that's like always been his whole legacy, right? It's like yeah, he wants to be a regular person because he is. Did you know the original line is, is uh, the full line? Do you know the full line? I don't. It's uh, with great power must also come great responsibility. Mm. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Not as concise. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, not as concise. Yeah. Um, I've I've never. I don't think we've ever run into like I, I'm. Dude, I I feel like. I, like, is this going to be an under 30 minute episode? <laughs> like where where she 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 is not have a her character arc's incredible. Like it's really strong. Um, but his is is one that has because it's so good keeps being rewritten and yeah. unlike batman where batman's yes. always batman yes and he's lame and boring yes, yes. like peter yes. is so dynamic yes. and he just he yes. always wants more yes. and batman never yes. wants yes. more yeah. batman just wants to like protect yes. his city and be all doom and gloomy Woo! Dude, you're, you read dude you summed it up so well that's exactly like oh man i totally agree we had a little yes moment there. Dude, Peter Parker, if Peter, Peter Parker is going to be a big contender this season, uh, to, and he I might take be, this. I got to be honest with you, Christian. I think Peter Parker is the most interesting superhero ever. It, I, so I just saw Far, I saw Far From Home twice now. Yeah. It's, I, it's, my, it's now my favorite Spider-Man movie. Oh, it's uh, so good. I loved it. I'm so trying much. to see with Katie. She hasn't been able to see it yet. Every time I try mm-hmm. to go, something happens. Like, no. Yeah. You're very busy people. We are. Thanks, man. I don't know. Did I call it? It can be. <laughs> I I feel like I've done a disservice to Tiny Tina. I think she's a great character. She's gonna put up a good fight in her. Um, I think she'll probably. It's gonna be either her or Arthur coming back from a loser's bracket. But yeah. Like, there's just we've we've got to say goodbye, Tiny Tina. Uh, have fun on Pandora. I hope you find your dad. Oh, sad. But uh, you know, so Peter Parker was the superior. Yeah. Person here, <laughs> the superior Spider-Man. That's right. Yes. Did I ever tell you my idea for a pita place? What is that? It was if I open up a pita shop in New York, I call it, I'd call it Pita Parker. <laughs> oh my God. Pita Parker. Anyways. <laughs> All right, Matt. Let's pull two more characters. <laughs> I hope there's someone round? in here that's gonna give Spider-Man a run for their money. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping here. Dang. I hope. Uh, I'm. I'm very. I'm. Man. I love Spider-Man so much. I, I oh who's, who's our first matchup, Christian? Okay, so I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this may have been submit by Abby Trot. It's Mary Poppins. Abby did put that in. Oh wow, that is a really big character. Wow. That so here we really go. We're off to a good start for match four. Who All else right. we got? Mary Poppins is going to go up against Philip J. Fry. Oh, that's a huge character, dude. Philip J. Fry is a big, a big character. Deal. It's a big deal. That's a deal. big deal. Okay, this is what I was hoping for. I wanted oh, some boy. contenders. I don't want Spider-Man to run into this next round. I want to fight for him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I want I want him oh, to... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my you gosh. You go ahead and read yours. The next round, 
whoever it is is going up against the big gorilla himself, Donkey Kong, the DK man. DK. Donkey, Donkey Kong. And he's going to go up against the mad scientist himself, head of Fringe Division, Walter Bishop. So match four <laughs> is going to be a big deal. Oh Spider-Man's going to go up against the strongest of these characters. That's so a... that's good. We're going we're gonna to put up a good fight for Spider-Man. Uh, all these characters are sort of incredible. They're, they're all really big characters. I actually insane. don't have any idea who's going to win this one. Uh, Matt, I can be found at Christian underscore Humes. I know you can be found at the Matt Acevedo. Yes. And we can be found at UFC Pod. Is there anything else uh, that we should remind our listeners at home? Yeah. Um, you know, if you guys, we, we have a new podcast. Uh, me, Emily Jacobson, and Naeem Stewart. Um, it, we have a podcast called Hit Points on the Zeitgeist Network. It is our gaming podcast. Uh, and it's uh, it's a different take. It's a different take, I think. Um, you know, it's like, um, we, I don't know. How would you, I don't. I would say it's a light hour discussion of video game commentary. Yeah. You guys are talking about news and games that you're playing primarily. There's not a lot of off-topic convo, which, um, you know, for now, because that's how all video game podcasts start, <laughs> is that there isn't a lot of off-topic <laughs> combo. And then they, they always devolve into uh, something else. But for now, if you want a show that's all video games all the time, I would definitely check out Hit Points. Yeah, check it out. It's also very friendly. Yeah, and he's very nice friendly guys. and light. Everyone's having a good time. Thanks, dude. Uh, let's call it. Yeah, take us home, Christian. Stay on the hunt.